Welcome to Classy Bird Talk, where we talk about interesting things in life. Hot topics, everything we cannot fit on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. On Instagram, please follow me at Dave of Reno and follow Nika and Scraps on Instagram at Scrap Adapple. Also, you can always search us on YouTube at Classy Bird Vlogs. We will be talking about interesting subjects for us. We love music, Disney slash Disneyland, religion, aliens, and Reno, Nevada. Or whatever else our crazy minds can come up with. Our first series will comprise of 10 episodes on crazy Christianity. First off, I'd like to introduce myself. I am Dave. I am a entrepreneur of music, Disney, and Christianity. I am uh, the associate pastor of Mountainside Community Church in Reno, Nevada. And this is my lovely wife, Nika. Hi, I'm Nika, and I like deviled eggs. She is a wonderful preschool teacher and lover of aliens and all things Reno. And dinosaurs. Dinosaurs as well. <laughs> so, as I mentioned before, we will be doing a 10-part episode series on Crazy Christianity. In the future, since this is our first vlog, we will do other topics but our first topic we would like to talk about crazy christianity uh, just a disclaimer as i said earlier i am a pastor um, i believe um, in christianity in several ways that being said i believe christianity is a good thing but unfortunately there are some crazy christians who can taint the view of Christianity on society. So that brings us, my dear, to our first topic, Christianity out of context. So Christianity out of context can mean a lot of different things for you listeners. Um, we are aware that everyone listening may not be a Christian, and we want to welcome you into our minds. We do not push you away because you do not believe the same things we believe. We want to be open to hearing all sorts of things. Um, but we did want to talk about what we believe and what we think is crazy about some of the people that believe similar things to us. So we will start with Christianity out of context and context being the Bible and the core foundations of Christianity so Nika what are some things that could be out of context for Christianity um, a lot of things I think the way the world sees Christianity um, based on how we act I think we 
both right and wrong, we do a lot of really weird things that kind of go unexplained sometimes. Um, and so I think that can be seen out of context. I think we can use the Bible in the wrong way and that can go out of context. Um, yeah. So how can something as clear as the Bible go out of context? The Bible's not always clear though. That's the, that's the trick. What does that mean? Uh, that's, uh, that's a whole can of worms there. Um, this is tough. I think the Bible's not always 100% clear. In my opinion, and I'm not a Bible scholar, but there's three ways you can view the Bible. One is history. Two is um, how to apply it to your life. And three is metaphorical. Like, so it's either literal or there's like a metaphor that's supposed to give you a deeper message is kind of what I mean by that. And so no, the Bible is not always clear on certain things that we're supposed to do or believe. And I think that's why there's so many denominations and there's so many debates on the Bible is because no, it's not exactly clear all the time. Some things, certain things are clear, but not everything. So at um, Mountainside, where I'm, I'm a pastor at, um, we talk a lot about closed-handed and open-handed issues, right? Mm -hmm. So closed-handed issues are the issues of Christianity that shouldn't be disputable. Um, to call yourself Christian, you should believe in the Trinity and um, the Bible and um, God the Father, Jesus died on the cross, he rose from the dead. And different I, denominations have different ideas of what is closed-handed. And I think, too, if you're not a Christian, you can have this as like a moral set too. Like these are the things in my life that I'm not gonna be moved on. But to finish what I was saying was that Christianity also has things that are open-handed issues, which are things that are like, um, can my kid dress up for Halloween? That might not be a sin. Crazy, right? What? <laughs> um, I want, I'd like to hear some of your, Nika, because a uh, little, little, little backstory on us. Um, Nika and I grew up in very different households that were similar in some ways, but different in others. Um, I think I grew up in more of a household that was um, very open um, in some subjects and others were um, very close-minded, um, not intentionally, just based on um, religious beliefs at the time. But I, I, I do believe that um, I was raised in um, a situation that um, was sometimes heavy-handed in some issues and open-handed in others. Um, I don't want to get too much in that because I, I love I love my parents. I love how they raised me. And I think that if they did not raise me the way I um, I was raised, I would not be who I am. But that being said, I believe I do differ in some beliefs that they have um, as well as my siblings. Now, I believe you, Nika, were, were raised in um, a different situation that was... Um, maybe a little bit more complex. Did you want to pour more into that? Um, in regards to 
as a Christian, um, I think my parents, at least my mom, was very, very, very firm on this is the Bible, this is what we believe, and this is it. Um, I think a lot of good for me came out of that. Like, I'm very grounded in what I believe, and when my heart does change, it's genuinely a humble change because I was just taught early on be grounded in what you think. What do you mean, humble change? Can you? If my heart changes on something, it's because I have spent a lot of time thinking and praying and researching and really trying to understand it. I'm not always easily moved on things, but if I do move, it's out of trying to be humble and really genuinely trying to learn and trying to see where I'm wrong on something, I guess. If that makes sense. That does make sense, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I would say when it came to Christianity, like that was it. There, there was no other option growing up. and. If people believed differently, like, I think my mom would always say, well, they're wrong, but we'll forgive them or something like that. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, like Christianity was it growing up. That was right. And there was no, there was no other opinion. Yeah. There was no other opinion really. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give my parents credit too. I, I believe my parents were pretty open with talking about other beliefs and um, what there was out there. I, um, so when I think of Christianity out of context, I think a lot about the um, Westboro Baptist movement or um, Joel Osteen or um, other things that are um, fluffy or very heavy hand, very heavy handed rather. Yeah, there's like a spectrum where it's too soft, I guess, and too hard. Like Yeah. And and I I think it's somewhere in between is where Christianity really lies. I kind of feel like there's actually just another line and that Christianity's like, hey, we're over here. <laughs> another line altogether. <laughs> yeah. That could be true. I agree with that. I mean I I think I think there is so much to be said for um, being firm with what we believe, um, but I, I, I do think that there are um, people that lead um, Christianity in the, I guess, limelight, the limelight to, to dark areas that I, I don't think the overall overarching Christianity that Abraham Lincoln believed in would um, accept, if that makes sense. I, I think that um, Christianity is much bigger, much broader, much, um, but also closed off in a way as well, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So. Because I, I, I feel like when you talk about only giving and how that produces happiness in your life, you're almost turning into self-help. Mm-hmm. And I also believe that if you're condemning people and that's all you're doing, that is also self-help in a different way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, Christianity is not self-help. Um, I think something we talked about earlier in the bible it god comes to earth jesus comes to earth to help us it's not so we can help ourselves um so i really think the bible echoes that like 
it's us being helped to be better. It's us being helped to have our sins forgiven. Um, it's not us doing anything. Well, I mean, I don't know. There is a balance of yeah. doing things, right? Right. I don't want to say, like, you don't have to do anything, but it's not a self-help book. It's, it's not. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. I think um, Christianity con- out of context is really when um, people that call themselves Christians, I don't want to call them so, I don't want to call them pastors because I don't think they're pastors if they're doing that. But um, I believe that Christianity out of context is when you turn Christianity into self-help rather than um, a way to for God to pull us out of the hole. Because that's really what, I mean, that's what C.S. Lewis said was that the difference between Christianity and all the all other religions is that God chose to pull us out of the hole rather than us building a ladder to pull, pull ourselves out of the hole to be like God. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just think that's interesting. And I think that Christianity out of context is really that concept that we can make ourselves holy rather than God makes us holy. Mm -hmm. Um, Our second point um, we'd like to talk about is do you have to eat meat to be a Christian? Now, a little backstory on us. Nika and I, Dave and Nika, we do not eat meat. And we have not for several years now there are some want to call them denominations but I don't think they're technically denominations maybe they're (laughs) maybe they're just people cultish people I don't know that say that you have to not eat meat to be a Christian and I think that's I think that's pushing it I have to not eat meat to be a Christian yes there, there are people that say that. That that might be like, because I, I think I know who you're talking about, and that might be like on the line, like kind of dancing on the line. I don't know that they are a cult, but I think that's one of those things they, that's weird. They gotta like, be close, man. I think they gotta be close. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. That's weird. But but my, my thing is, is I, I don't think that you have to... I don't know. It, it, in Christianity, it's a little awkward because, yes, we want to um, be seen in the world, but not, not necessarily of the world. But there is something to be said about, um, what is it, proposing or imposing, rather, imposing our opinions on other people and saying that's what makes you Christians. Mm-hmm. I think that's what us about westboro baptist church does and that's wrong but yeah and i and i I will say this openly i do not agree with westboro baptist church or joel Osteen. sorry all of texas (laughs) it's true i don't agree with them it's okay you don't you're not supposed to okay it's awkward (laughs) all right no, um, westboro baptist church 110 percent wrong on pretty much everything I won't get into it, but they just, they spew out hatred and venom, and that's not okay. Joel Osteen, I honestly don't know enough about Joel Osteen to have an opinion, because he creeps me out, so. You just listen <laughs> to some of those sermons, and I'm, 
Like, oh, there are some things wrong with that. The only thing I've ever heard him say, he was on, what's that Christian channel? Like a... What is it? CHM or something like that? It's like... And it used to be on ABC Family, like, at night. I forget what it was called, though. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I watched, like, him. I believe that was the channel. Maybe not. But he was doing a sermon, and he comes out, and he's like, you know, I went into the store to buy a new phone, and then my son asked for a new phone, and then my daughter asked for a new phone, and next thing I know, I'm buying, like, eight phones. And I was like, click, this is weird. <laughs> like, why do I care what you're... Why you're buying phones? I don't know. But that was my no, only experience with Joel Osteen. We want to be careful. We're not. We're not here to bash anyone. Um, I. I was just saying that I do not agree with those beliefs. No. That. That's truly what I'm trying to say, and I'm sorry if it comes across something else. What I'm truly trying to say is, I do not agree with those points of view. I do not believe if you give more to the church, it will make you more wealthy. Um, and that's that's the core of it. Um, I do not believe that if you protest um, certain funerals, you will get rewarded more in heaven for it. I do not believe that. No, I, I don't believe on that. God is watching people mourn and saying, well, I hated that person anyway. Like, I don't think that's a right belief at all. For those of you that aren't, Christians, um, we, we as, we as Christians, um, my wife and I, we talk about the Pharisees a lot and how, and how Jesus saw the Pharisees. Now, now Jesus was a Jew. He grew up in a Jewish society. He knew the, the Torah, which was the first five books of the Bible. He knew those by heart, probably, and he quoted them constantly um he he grew up in that culture now he grew up more um maybe mid-30s and he started talking to the jewish leaders of that time the the sanhedrin about um jewish religion which eventually became Christianity, which we call Christianity because that literally translates to little Christ or follower of Christ or um, something of that nature. Now, I believe that um, the people that are too far for the rules and and, and those um, issues tend to be um, compared to the religious leaders of that time, which are the Pharisees. Now, my wife and I, we want to make sure to be clear that we do not want to impose any rules on anyone that does not call themselves non, that does not call themselves a Christian, rather. The people that call themselves not a Christian, we are not imposing any rules or regulations on you as Christians. We want to love you and be a part of your life. So, um, do Christians have to eat meat then? (laughs) My answer is no. (laughs) I had this experience one time um, at work. I used to work 
in a place that had like a back kitchen area. And we, me and this coworker, she was a sweet girl, but we were mopping up the back. And she looks at me and she says, I just don't understand how you can be a Christian and not eat meat. <laughs> and I was so taken aback by this. I was like, um, what? Oh, man. And um, I don't know. That's just always been, when it comes to that question, um, an experience that comes to my mind because people do act very shocked when they find out we are Christians and we are vegetarians. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I think there's something to be said about just accepting lifestyles that are not harmful to anyone um, and just being okay that not everyone's going to do the same as you. Um, we have a friend that every year hosts a meat day. And he thinks it's really funny to invite me because I'm a vegetarian, but Dave and I go and bring our own dishes to eat because it's fun and it's an opportunity to be with people and it doesn't matter. Like, yes, I don't love that people eat meat. Like, in my perfect world, we all wouldn't. And those <sighs> religions that my husband says might be on the cusp of being cults would just be right so more animals could live. Oh, if that's, that's like selfish me talking. That's not biblical. But no, that's not how it works. Um, you have to love people and be okay with differences like that, with differences that don't matter. Like, it does not matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, I truly believe it doesn't matter. If, you, if we look at the Bible and not eating meat, um, it was very popular to be a... Well, I guess it wasn't very popular because everyone didn't want to do it. To be a Levite which meant that you wouldn't eat meat. You'd basically eat honey and locust. Locust are meat. Well, I don't believe locust are meat. Well, I do believe. Locust are... rights, man. <laughs> Those are bugs. Bugs are meat. Would you eat a bug without cooking it? No, it's meat. <laughs> um, but we look at that, and we also look at the evidence in Genesis 3. There could be some evidence there, but that doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. What, what matters is, is that... Um, we feel convicted that we do not want to eat meat. And that's, o that's okay. Mm, I will tell you that if you are in any kind of a church or a situation that is judging your righteousness by your food intake, you might want to run. Like, that's, <laughs> that's <easy>. um, <laughs> You might want to run. That Let me be clear. You do not need to have a gun. And you do not have to... Eat meat to be a Christian. But Tim Allen, we do love you. <laughs> we do love Tim Allen. He's pretty funny. I, I like want to be like his niece or something. It'd be yeah. fun to be his niece. <laughs> I would say daughter, but my dad would get mad. So yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that that's weird. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. Um, yeah. So I I think you can you can eat meat or not eat meat and love Jesus just the same. And at the end of the day, it does not matter. But can you? Secretly, though, I hope Jesus is like, no, everyone go vegan, save the animals, yay. <laughs> um, that's that's, not, that's selfish that's me, not, that is not... Yeah, I'm going to say that's that's not <laughs> biblical. Sorry. It's not biblical, it's sneakable. <laughs> sneakable? That's, that's, that's terrible. Don't, don't quote that. Don't quote that. That's not inappropriate. Don't quote that. <laughs> that does sound inappropriate. I mean, um, all right, to our next question. <laughs> If you give money, does it make you more holy? Give money to the church, rather. If you give money to Christianity 
And that cause doesn't make you more holy. Mm-hmm. That's a really tough conversation. All right, well, let's have it. I don't know. Let's talk about it. Um, can we just sing VeggieTales songs? <laughs> that would be a lot better than... The short answer is no. It does <laughs> not make you more holy. We can talk more about it. I'm over here like so scared we're going to upset someone, but we've already insulted Joel Osteen today, so like <laughs> that vote is <laughs> If you go to Joel Osteen's church, we apologize for you, not for Joel Osteen. If you are Joel Osteen, I hope those cell phones worked out. Because <laughs> you, were, you were very intent on having to buy those, so. Um, I, I don't know. Do you want to talk before I talk? No. <laughs> I believe that um, giving money to any nonprofit organization is um, important. Um, if you are a Christian and you believe in Christianity, I believe giving to um, a Christian organization is also great. And if you are a Christian, you're called to give to a church community. Um, I believe that we need to be giving so we're not holding on to our money and deciding that it's all for me um our money should be distributed i think anyone would agree it's good to give to people in need now now if your church is not using the money wisely please don't feel like you have to give to them yeah i will say it's i mean the bible talks about being a good steward of your money and there is something to say about having faith and trusting the church, but also like you need to be aware of what your church is doing. That is your money, and the intention is for it to go towards building the kingdom of God up, building the church up, helping people. And if that's not what it is going to, like if they are saying, we're building a community swimming pool, and your community really doesn't need a community swimming pool, maybe you should <laughs> question giving. Like. <laughs> question i mean talk to your pastor about that to that church not to every church ever let me pre- yeah. like rephrase that like i would maybe look into the values of your church if they're not spending money wisely values matter and i mean we are called to as a church community to be giving and loving our church community as well as the community around us um just to preface, um, I'm not preface to dis- be a disclaimer. Maybe. Is that what I mean to say? I don't know what you're going to say after, so that's where it really depends. <laughs> um, when I say church community, I mean the people that attend whatever church you're a part of. And when I say community, I mean the people outside of the church um, that just are in need. Um, one of the interesting things about Jesus was he was very loving and giving to people outside of the Jewish religion um, which eventually became um, the Christianity after Jesus Um, which I think was very interesting he loved people that weren't necessarily a part of the community he was a part of which I think that is something to um, take into account. I believe Christian or non, we can all look at that and say that's a good thing to love people outside of our own communities. 
right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what would that mean for giving um, tangibly, I guess? Because money's tangible, right? What I mean, what, what would that mean outside of ourselves? This is so stressful for me to talk about. Um, I think, what? Can you ask, can you rephrase the question? I'm so confused. I think that um, we as Christians need to um, want to give more. Giving is a good thing. Um, but I think definitely we need to be focusing on the needs of our community. Um, I think community really matters. Okay, I get that. Um, yeah, I think if the church isn't working towards the community closest to them, like they're not gonna have, they're not gonna have an impact at all. Um, and so I think caring about our community, which means our church community, which means the community around the church, in giving can be very, very good and helpful. And I think where your heart is matters a lot. Um, I, I personally don't think it's right to give with the mindset of I'm going to get something back from God. It's, it's a gift. That being said, um, I just think it's smart to be wise with where you are giving. You know, that, that reminds me of the point we were talking about before. Should Christians eat meat <laughs> or not? I, I think the Bible talks about being a good steward of what we have. And in Bible times, um, being a stu good steward of what you had, um, your finances was your flock or your cows or mm -hmm. whatever livestock you had. I think that's interesting that that was their financial wealth mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. I think we need to always be careful with what we have. Um, I think there is something to be said about being able to give away. If we're wealthy, and if you drive a car in America, and you are living it up in a one-bedroom apartment, you're technically wealthy compared to the rest of the world. Which is crazy to think about. Am I right? Yeah. So, we are all technically wealthy. So how, how can we how can we give back more? I think time is good as how? well. Um, I mean, if you're in the church, just serving in the church. Um, and if you're not in the church, serving, finding a way to serve out in the community, I think. Like... I'm just trying to think. There's plenty of things that need active volunteers. Um, I know here in Reno, the homeless shelter, particularly for the men, lacks a lot in volunteers. Like, people don't want to go help the homeless men. It's more so the women and children's side. Um, that's something that you could do. I think actively just loving people and trying to be a better friend is giving in a Christ-like way as well, with having no expectations back. And that is hard as a human to like want to give friendship with getting nothing back like I'm not good at that mm -hmm. um, but I think that's like the ultimate goal for me as a Christian is to just love people and not expect anything back from them yeah absolutely and I think giving is is, is very important for any society for a city to grow and flourish 
there has to be generous people that want to help each other. Um, interesting fact. Did you know that pastors back when America was founded were paid by the government? Oh. Like it was a taxed thing? A taxed thing? They were paid by taxes. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. I, I saw that once. I mean, <laughs> I guess it was on a documentary, so. That's like weird with how important separation of church and state was, right? Like in early America or was this early before America? I'm sorry. Early America. Huh. The America wanted to pay pastors because they knew that if you had churches and pastors, you'd have good citizens. That's weird. I know. Isn't that interesting? That's, I, I don't... Christianity is so like the ingrained. The in me doesn't want to pay more taxes. <laughs> but then again, like that... I don't... Is that better? Like, I don't know. Christianity it's, was like installed. I guess I it. guess I wouldn't want... I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust the government to be paying pastors now, though. Like, it's, it's a very different... Even then, it was not perfect, and now it's very not perfect. And I wouldn't want... I mean, this is, not like, a loaded thing, but I wouldn't want pastors contaminated by the government. <laughs> but then again, the Democrat in me is like, oh, that's nice. I don't know if that's actually a thing. Don't judge me. I don't know. That was, that was kind of odd the way you say that, but I, I understand what you're saying. Um, all right. So for our next question... Excluding people that do not meet Christian values. Uh, What does that mean for crazy Christianity? This is the most frustrating one to me. Uh, It's so frustrating to me when Christians build a box that you have to be in and you cannot come out of those lines. Like that is the single most frustrating thing for me in Christianity. And I watch it happen all of the time. Um, I will say for myself, the most freeing point in my relationship with Christ was when I was able to stop and realize like, hey, God made me who I am. Maybe he wants me to be who I am without having to fit into somebody else's frame. I think we, you and I also believe a little bit more, um, I guess, unconventionally than than the majority, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I've... I think there is more of a, a rise of people who believe in Christianity the same way you and I do, mm-hmm. but I, I don't believe it's the um, popular norm, if that makes sense. No, there's a stigma with Christians that I think like you have to look a certain way, your life has to look a certain way, you have to dress a certain way, and that is just not realistic. We are human beings, we are different, and I really struggle with thinking God would make us different without like enjoying that like if he made us in his image I think he wanted to make us cool and different is cool so (laughs) I think one of the most interesting things um semi-recently that happened to me was um I was talking to a um community of of men that I was hanging out with talking about Jesus and one of the things we talked about was was heaven, what heaven would be like. And one of the guys said, oh, I, I just think heaven is going to be sleeping and resting and, and such. I'm like, and I thought in my head, I'm like, 
That sounds boring as such. Frankenstein. <laughs> as Frankenstein. It sounds... <laughs> no, Frankenstein's not boring. What are you talking about? Well, when he's not doing anything, he probably is. That's true. Anyways, it was boring. And I'm like, that's terrible. It's a terrible idea, Kevin. And I thought about it more. I'm like, I, I believe God created us to be creative. And I believe the Bible says that, which is awesome. And that's encouraging to me. Created us to be artful and creative and new and all sorts of things. So one of the things he said was, or I'm sorry, well, rather what I said was, why don't we just, when we get to heaven, why don't we just focus on being creative and worshiping God in creative ways and, and being able to build things and play games with God and, or with each other and grow. And I believe that doesn't go against what the Bible is. I truly believe that. But it does go to show everyone's different. Everyone has a different view of what heaven will be like. And I think we all have our own different, how do I word this? Our own different contributions to Christianity. Like it's not with, with who we are. It's not fun if there's not some color to it. I don't know if that makes sense. I think that does make sense. But he said we were just going to golf all the time. Well, not everyone wants to golf. Not everyone wants to golf, guys. Let's be frank. Like, was... <laughs> I don't want to My golf. childhood was like my father, like, golfing. and Well, actually, I like golf. But not everyone likes to, and that is okay. It's an acquired taste, man. You like golf? I do. That's, that's sad. It's nostalgic for me, smelling like sweaty men on the golf oh. course. Like... <laughs> it's gross. You're my wife. It's, you it's not like... I'm attracted to the sweaty smell. It's just the sweaty smell reminds me of my childhood. Ah, hey, I kind of understand. There's I'm gonna like, pretend there's to like this combination understand. of sweat and cut grass. Oh, of course. All right. So we're we're coming to the end of our podcast, our very first one. We wanted to first say one exciting thing about our lives. We want to do that every podcast near the end. What is one excited thing about your life, Nika? I organized the blocks at work. The blocks? What do you do, Nika? I'm a preschool teacher. You're a preschool teacher? Yes. Wow. And the blocks, they were having some troubles. And I organized them and I color-coded them. And I don't think we're going to have troubles anymore. <laughs> I'm fairly happy about that. My interest in anything is a lot cooler than yours. Just saying. Hey man, if you've had to deal with block messes every day <laughs> since you started this job, you would understand. So my interesting thing for the week is, I purchased Disneyland tickets for us this week with Max Passes. Oh yeah! Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, I'm, whoop, I'm dancing. You can't see it, but I'm doing it. <clears throat> like we mentioned earlier, we are big Disney fans. We are very excited, and we may even do a podcast while we're on that trip. We don't know. We might go crazy. It's our anniversary trip. No, we're not. <laughs> Happy anniversary to us. Please post on this video. If you're on YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever you find this place on, we want you to say, Happy anniversary. Or just whatever you want. Don't feel controlled. We're You'd not, be like a balloon. We're not a cult here. <laughs> I am not in a cult. That's good. 
Oh, oh, oh yeah. What's the difference between a cult and a religion? Oh, well, we're already at like 39 minutes. Tell um, me what the difference is. Okay, a cult is intentionally controlling of your life, I would believe. Um, it is manipulative. And it is very excluding. Like, we've talked about Christians excluding other people. So people that say that you cannot be a part of anything else. Generally, Christians don't say that. I think it happens. But generally, like, a pastor is not up at the pulpit saying, hey, you cannot hang out with this type of a person. Whereas in a cult, I believe that that does happen. They encourage that? They encourage that. A lot of the times they'll pull you away from your family or... I mean, we can have like a whole discussion on that, but whereas a religion is, and I mean religion, there's like a line and sometimes people dance and cross them and, or get too close. There's a really cool book. I'm not positive what it's called, but it has like a score you can give. Like if you're looking into a church or if you're looking into some kind of religion, you can score a different point system and you'll see like if it has this many of this thing wrong, it's probably a cult and you should run. Um, I might try to find that so we can talk about it, but a religion generally and and they can't have quite like qualities but generally it's more of a lifestyle community hmm. that oftentimes will have encouragement and accountability and it's it's a lot more laxed i think if it's just like a general religion that's not a cult but i mean they can have similar qualities to each other so it's so what is the difference between our church then and a cult oh uh, uh, come on the thing I love about our church in particular is I really feel like I can be myself there. Um, I feel like it's very encouraged just to follow the Bible. I really love the ideas of the open and closed-handed issues like we talked about. That feels very safe to me that there are certain issues like we can disagree on and that is okay, but the core beliefs are what we stick to. Um, it's not exclusive. <laughs> no one tells you not to hang out with anyone. Um, I think it's a loving environment as well. And so far, I don't think I've been manipulated. But then again, I wouldn't know, would I? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You should know. You, that's the, how you're manipulated. You don't know you're being manipulated. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, so. some people are savvy and can tell, but some people are really good at manipulating. Huh. So you think whatever is being told to you is your idea because they say it so well. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, while I'm a pastor, do I, do I say things really well that make you your idea? No. Okay. We were arguing this morning. We wouldn't be arguing if you were good at manipulating me. Okay. So, you just told me that our church is not a cult? I don't believe so, but then again, everyone who's in a cult says they're not in a cult, so... <laughs> I... So, so my opinion on people that are in a cult is... I am not in a cult. <laughs> is they, they fight with people that they're not in a cult. So, like... I'm, yeah, I'm open. Maybe we are in a cult. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. People that are always in a cult, they're always like, I'm not in a cult. And they, like, say it before you say anything else. Oh, the weirdest thing I've heard. So, like, I don't know what it was. I saw, like, a commercial for a documentary. And this interviewer was, like, telling this girl, you've been brainwashed. And she's like, yeah, he washed my brain. Now it's clean. Oh, dear. Like, if you're okay with being brainwashed, it's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Unless I guess if it makes you happy. I don't, you know, I'm not here to judge, man. So... If you made it this far, we are not just going to be talking about Christianity on this podcast. We are going to be talking about many things. We are going to be talking about music, Disney slash Disneyland, religion, aliens, and Reno, Nevada. And whatever else our crazy brains can come up with. So, please stay tuned. 
This will be a 10-part series on crazy Christianity. We're going to be talking about all the crazy things about this religion. Christians are crazy, but sometimes they're kind of cool, like when they're David and Nika. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never claimed to be good. I, I'm very excited for this. We're excited to launch this new podcast. Classy Bird Talk will be a place where we talk about anything and everything with you, our listener. So, thank you for being a part of this first podcast, and we are excited. Please make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell if you are on YouTube, and follow us if you are on anywhere else. Thank you so much, and we hope to hear from you every week on Classy Bird Talk. Thank you, and you stay classy. Tweet, 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 deep.